So lately I've been trying to spend a little bit more one-on-one time with my kids. Especially since a lot of activities still being canceled, there's a lot of time they're home and a lot of good time to spend that quality time together. Exactly. And that's where male science comes. It's good from ages from five up until, well, 99. They have awesome STEM stuff, physics, chemistry, and I am actually really excited about their new medical stuff that they have just come out. You can do stuff such as surgery, dentistry, therapy, ECG, lab diagnosis, where you can like test your blood and run interpretations of the results. That's pretty freaking cool. Plus, it is all educational. Um, They learn great STEM tools. And so if your kids are science nerds like ours are, or if you just want them to be science nerds, this will definitely get them into it. Yeah, definitely. And you guys can get started $20.90 per month. And you can switch to different projects anytime. Feel free to check out Mel Science. I mean, there's been quite a few things going on this um, this week, and then they might have found freaking Susan Powell's body. Yep. I think I called it. I, I said mine. I was like, yo, I think she's in a freaking mine. I, you know, have always been pretty suspicious of mines myself, just because, like, he talked about mines all the time and the places he drove. If you don't know about Susan, we'll do an episode on her soon because she is a fascinating case. It is. It is a very fascinating case. It's very well already done. And that's kind of why we haven't done it yet. Well, and while it's it's a cold case, but also we know who did it. So right. that's another reason we kind of avoided it. But it is an interesting story. My dog got the cutest thing in her bark box. Ooh, what was it? Freaking Valentine's theme. They've got like little chocolate strawberries, dog little squeak toys. Aww. Has like some treats. And then it had like one of those candy hearts that was a squeaker too. Oh, that's adorable. I know. I love her little bark box. Like it had six toys, six toys. And then don't all of them come with some sort of treat as well? Yeah. My box actually comes with, came with two bags of treats. And then it also came with like a jerky stick too. Ooh, Phoebe would love a jerky stick. I, I need to get some bark boxes. Plus on top of this guys, if you actually use our link that I will post down below, you guys get a free dog bed. Ooh. A free freaking dog bed. That's amazing. Right? I mean, dog beds are like, what, normally 20, 30 bucks? Yeah. And they're going to ship you one for free? All right. So what else has been new? This is Valentine's Day weekend. What are you going to do for Valentine's Day? Okay. So um, Dustin has, he just told me today, please stop kicking that. My God. Um, Dustin just told me today that he actually, he's like, I have 
three reservations at three different restaurants and they're all fancy and I want you to pick one. Oh, okay. So I'll get a pick one. Do you know what they are yet? He sent me them, but I haven't had a chance to look at them. Ooh. Most of them are sushi? places we haven't been yet either. Is one of them sushi? Probably not, but I think they're sea. So you know me, I'm just a sushi fiend. Yes, you are. No. No, I cannot. Well, that's cute that he actually are you going on Valentine's Day itself or are you going this weekend? No, we're gonna go Saturday. Saturday. And what your parents are coming up, right? Yeah. So my parents are going to come visit. And on Saturday, my parents and my whole family, we're going to do a wine and chocolate tasting because that's our, the favorite winery that we go do tastings at is having a special wine and chocolate for Valentine's day. Hmm. So it'll be nice for Jude because he's usually so bored during wine tastings, but this time he'll have some chocolate. (laughs) And then on Sunday, my parents are going to stay with Jude so that we can, you guessed it, go to sushi. (laughs) Yay. Awesome. It should be fun. I do week of love in my house though, which means for a week before Valentine's day, every single day I do some sort of little cute like activity. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've already been getting into the spirit today. We did a scavenger hunt and at the end of the scavenger hunt, we found shrinky dinks (laughs) Um, and we all made shrinky dinks. Cute. I'm cheesy like that. So we have one of those every day this week. That's adorable. And then Monday, Jude gives out Valentine's and I have got, I've got slap bracelet Valentine's for him to give out. Oh my gosh. That's adorable. He's, he's very excited because I didn't want to give out candy because of allergies and stuff. And so I was like, you know what? He loves slap bracelets. We're going to give out slap bracelets. I, I like it. I like the thought of doing slap bracelets. Does your kid's school do Valentine's? No, we're not I'm allowed kind of, to. I'm kind of not surprised. I'm I not can allowed he- to. It's just... I can hear the girls just turned on Luigi's Mansion. I can hear Luigi's Mansion. That's a good fan. I like playing that one. They do too. I'm not as big a gamer as everybody else. My favorite game is Parkitect. Okay. But I don't game a whole lot, but That's I try. okay. I try to get more into it. By the way, Kyla's on book three of the Magic Trios. Really? You Did mm-hmm. you get her all of them? I don't know. Maybe I should. Or you know what? Just go to the freaking library once a week. Yep, that's what I would do. My library, I can reserve them and pick them up. Actually, you we can? have, at least at my library, I guess I can't speak for your library, but I don't even have to go into my library. I do curbside pickup. So I go online, find all the books I want, put them on reserve, and then when they all come in, I just have them put them outside on a table and I go get them. I cannot speak for your library, but my library, I don't even go inside anymore. I like it. Yeah, like I have on hold right now. I need to go pick it up. I have a wrinkle in time on hold because that's going to be our family movie we watch in a few weeks. And I wanted to read the book with Jude first. Yeah, libraries are good things. I like that. I should see if mine does something like that. That is pretty freaking cool. Yeah, it saves a lot of time because then you don't have to go into the library and search. You can just do it on your phone, like while watching TV and grab all your books. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I approve. I love the library. It's a great resource. All right. As much as I love the library, do you want to hear some crime? Yes. Okay. So our story I have today is about Lisa. I hope I say her name right. Lisa Stebek. Stebek. Lisa Stebek. Have you ever heard of her? 
No. All right. Well, there's a good reason you've never heard of her. Probably because she happened at like the same time as Stacey Peterson in like the same area. Oh, no. I think that some of the coverage kind of got like split. And so Lisa Stebbick was five foot, two inches tall, 125 pounds with brown hair and brown eyes. She also had several tattoos. She had a rose on her ankle, a butterfly on her lower back and a pink heart on her abdomen. Don't take this comment wrong. No shame. You should get whatever tattoos you want. But those are the three most, those are the three most generic tattoos I've ever heard of. Yeah. A rose on your ankle, a butterfly on your lower back, and a pink heart on your abdomen. Those, those are just, they seem pretty generic. It makes me wonder kind of the story behind them, just because it seems kind of plain for a tattoo. That many tattoos. It does. All right. So, just more curious of the story than anything. Not that I'll ever know. She lived in Plainville, Illinois. which And is she lived British... in Plainville. She did. Oh. She lived in Plainville, Illinois. <laughs> She's plain and she lives in Plainville. Hey, I'm okay. not sure she, I mean, she did have. Her plain, her tattoos are plain. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm not sure she was plain. Her tattoos were just somewhat common. Anyway. Okay. So despite being small. Uh, It isn't necessarily the safest as far as crime rates go. Like, its crime rates are somewhat high for a small town. And, okay, if the crime rates aren't even low, what's the appeal of living in a small town? Isn't that the whole reason people live in small towns? Yeah. She lives in a high-crime small town. She was married for 14 years to her husband, Craig, and they had two kids, Zach and Lexi. Zach and Lexi were 10 and 12. She also had a degree in hotel and restaurant management, and she worked as a food assistant at an elementary school. I mean, overall, she had what seemed like a pretty average life. Okay. Two kids, 10 and 12, worked at an elementary school. As much as her life was average, that doesn't necessarily mean it was happy. In 2006, police were called to her home over a verbal domestic dispute. Her and Craig had filed for divorce. Okay. So they still lived together, but they lived mostly separate lives. So they were technically separated and in the process of divorcing, but just probably due to financial reasons, having to live in the same house. Okay. Right. So she also, though, had recently contacted her attorney asking for Craig to be ordered out of the home. And she stated, this is a quote, and it says, he was unnecessarily relentless, cruel, inconsiderate, domineering, and verbally abusive. Oh, shit. You know, it wasn't ideal that they were living together, but it did seem mutual. Like, they both wanted out. Neither of them was like, I want you back. Don't leave me. It was pretty much, they both were over it. They both wanted out. And it is rumored that she had begun dating again. On May 1st of 2007, Lisa was reported missing by a neighbor. Not her husband, not her children, a neighbor. Okay. Yeah, apparently the husband called the neighbor to see if she had seen Lisa. So he doesn't file a missing persons report, calls the neighbor, and then the neighbor files a missing persons report. Yeah. It's really strange to me. And some of the reports I read claimed that the reason the neighbor called the police so quickly after she heard from Craig is that she had spoken to Lisa and Lisa said that if she ever went missing, they should alert the police. Uh, 
So the neighbor may have already been on edge, wondering if something was going on. I don't know. Yeah. So the husband said he had seen her the day before, which was April 30th, around 6 p.m. He said she had gone for a workout, which was a normal thing for her to do. Her vehicle was in the garage, which could have been normal if she went running, but she normally went running at a gym, not just around her neighborhood. So that makes it a little weirder. Yeah. Okay. So her car's there, but her purse and phone were gone. All right. And neither her phone nor her credit cards has ever had any activity since she went missing. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready to know where the kids were at the time she went to work out, supposedly? Yeah. The children had gone on a bike ride to the store because Craig gave them money to get candy. So it's kind of strangely convenient that all of a sudden the kids are out of the house. So then, I mean, they come back home. They assume their mother's working out because that part wasn't abnormal. Okay. And then they probably just didn't really think about it until the next morning. I also should mention that Craig wasn't really interested in being helpful to the investigation. He was listed as a person of interest, but has never been listed as an official suspect. After she went missing, he got full custody of the children and had the court dismiss his divorce petition. What? Yeah. Why would you have them dismiss the divorce unless you knew she wasn't coming back, right? Um. Yeah. They did a search of the house and many guns were found. But Craig was a hunter. So, you know, he's like, that's a normal thing for a hunter to have. Right. Okay. some of the guns were not guns you would have used while hunting. Okay. Some of them were, but there was a couple just like handguns. And it's like, you weren't using those for hunting. Yes and no. You use handguns for hunting? You would use, hey, would you use a handgun to shoot a bear with if it came up on you while you were hunting? Uh Yeah. People take canyons all the time for while they're hunting. For that well, reason. Okay, I mean, maybe. if it was attacking you, you can't just shoot one if you see one. Right. But, but, you would but have you, to fill with your life's in danger. But you would you could, you, you would take one. Like, a lot of people would take one up, though, while you're hunting. Yeah, a lot of okay. hunters do. Well, bow hunters, at least. Okay, but he wasn't. Like South Park and be like, hey, it's coming right at us. He wasn't a bow hunter. He was hunting with rifles. Hey, it's coming right at Would us. you take a rifle and a handgun? Would hand you take gun? a rifle and a handgun? No. Okay. No? Okay. He's not. See, it makes a little more sense. Unless you're hunting with the handgun. Unless you're hunting with the handgun. See, it makes sense if you're hunting with a bow, but if um, you're hunting with a rifle, he had a lot of rifles, but he also had handguns too. But he he's saying that he was an avid hunter. Yeah. So. And also. Hunters have lots of guns. And yes, you but, can hunt with handguns. You so. can hunt with handguns? Yeah, my uncle Scott, that's all he hunts. That's, I've never that's actually heard of that before. Hmm. I have only He's ever... Like 45 or something and blow their brains out. Really? That was shot for the head. And him right in the head. And Your uncle only shoots with handguns? Scott, well, Scott, he only hunted with handguns. Huh. My brother semi-automatic assault My brother mostly bow hunts, and then my dad used to hunt with rifles. He would trade them for jewelry when he was in, Mm. like when he was a jeweler. But gotcha. Okay. People hunt with handguns, and a lot, a lot of archery hunters take handguns with them. 
I want to buy a handgun to carry with you. Got yeah, it. Lots of people do. Okay. Hikers do it too. Hikers do too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there was also a tarp found in the back of his truck covered in blood. And he, you know, he said that. He's like, well, you know, of course I have a tarp covered in blood. I bring home animals. But okay. when it was tested, Fair. yeah, it, it was Lisa's. <gasps> uh-uh. However, there wasn't enough blood that it was necessarily fatal. So they couldn't really use it to prove much without a body. Because True. technically, technically, she could have just gotten a cut while out hunting and sat in the tarp. Exactly. So there was Lisa's blood on this tarp, but it, since it wasn't enough that it was fatal, it was just a little bit, they couldn't use it to do a whole lot. Gotcha. Her family feels she was murdered, but technically no one really knows. And Craig has never officially been a suspect, only a person of interest. He's n- okay. So I don't, I mean, they obviously searched him and have investigated him. It sounds to me like they probably just haven't found enough to, to fully actually, con- yeah. Gotcha. We don't know. So there's a couple theories. Craig is obviously the favorite theory of what happened. But if he kills her, what did he do with her? And how is he hiding it so well? Well, same like with Susan. Like he hid her so well, you know? Oh, yeah. But like, I feel like you have to really think about it for a long time to have that good hiding spot. So if if he did that, he planned this for a while. Right. Another theory is that since she had started dating recently, that perhaps she, you know, had gone out on a date because she had already gained the trust of this person. So she got into Mm -hmm. their car with them and then something happened. So whether it was an accident or they killed her on purpose, this new person she was dating could have done something. Yes. There's that. There's also a few theories that it was related to Stacy Peterson because they both had a similar situation in the same general area. I think it was within like 30 minutes of each other. Hmm. And some of the searches for the two women actually overlap. Really? So there are some people who theorize that the same thing happened to both women. Interesting. Which I don't know a ton about her case. I'm going to have to look her up and do her too. But I don't know too much about her either. I know the name and the basic general, but I'll have to look her up and find out and see if I think they could be connected because I'm not sure. And then there are people who think it was just like a random abduction or accident. But that one to me doesn't explain why the car was in the garage or why. I mean, it just seems so convenient that the kids were gone at that time. Yeah. That really puts it over the edge for me. Like kids just happened to be at the store getting candy when their mother goes missing. Yeah, that is kind of inconvenient. Yeah, I just, it's a little strange. Yeah. I mean, it obviously could be aliens. She had her purse and her phone on her and she was, you know, walking out, getting ready to leave and the aliens just got her. Okay, fair. Or Craig killed her and hit her somewhere. Or some serial killer got her and Stacy. Or her ex guy that she was seeing, the boyfriend did. Ooh, maybe that's what happened. Maybe she was dating the guy and she realized that Craig was about to move out and she's like, you know, I really don't think we should be dating. I just want to have some alone adult time for a little bit. And maybe he didn't like that. Could be. Could be. So that 
is the story of Lisa Stubick. Let's see what do you think happened to her? Honestly, I would probably lean towards Craig, even though I don't know how he's smart enough to hide it all. I don't know that he's not smart enough to hide it all either. And if they've had that past, I mean, kind of. I mean, they were married for 14 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, they had. I mean, their kids were 10 and 12. They'd been married for 14 years. It makes me wonder, too, if maybe, you know, Craig had the kids go out of the house at that time and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he gave them money so that maybe he could hide the body. I don't know. Yeah. There's no proof, but that's probably the direction I would lean. That's probably where I would lean, too. I mean... The fact that I mean, she's, she's just gone. Like. She's not going to, like, if she just wanted to escape, she's going to take her car. And honestly, her credit cards probably would have been used. It's pretty unlikely she would have had enough cash to just. It's kind of interesting that she told, like, her neighbors and stuff, if I go missing. Is yeah. there a chance? I mean, is this a theory, too, that maybe she ran away and she's trying to make it look like her ex or whatever? Maybe. That would be interesting. I mean, I can't imagine leaving kids like that, but obviously some people do it. So maybe when she called up her lawyer and was like, get him out of my house, the lawyer's like, I can't do that. He technically owns it or something. I don't know. And so she's just like, fine, I'll go away then and just left. Maybe she had been slowly saving cash over months and she just went and started a new life. Yeah. Wouldn't that be interesting? That'd be intriguing. I mean, she... If I were going to run away and start a new life, I would definitely make the person I hate look like they murdered me. Exactly. And now they've (laughs) always got that like hanging over their heads, even if they did it or not. Like, okay. Now everyone's going to think you're a murderer. That's a valid theory. I mean, a little devious, but like I said, I'd probably do it. Well, we know how uh, fucked up your mind is. Okay. If I hated someone (laughs) that much and if they had been you know, as she described them, unnecessarily relentless, cruel, inconsiderate, domineering, and verbally abusive, then yeah, I might like leave and make it look like they murdered me. Okay. I wouldn't have left the kids though. That would have been my hard part. I mean, some people can. I couldn't, but I guess some people, like I said, people do it. Yeah. Maybe they were on the dad's side. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I mean, they're old enough too, where they could actually pick who they want to be with. You know, so maybe that was a thing too. Yeah, maybe if they were on the dad's side or something and she was just like, fine, y'all have a happy life. I'm out. Yep. She would have had to have a bunch of cash stored up though. It's possible. It's pretty tricky to start a new life. Well, or just hitch a ride and from place to place and... Yeah, I mean, technically, I could even just live on the streets. I mean, maybe she had a separate bank account started and saved possible. up. So she had like a card that he didn't know about. That's possible. Thinking of possibilities now. That's what it's all about. All right, guys. If you guys have any theories, we'd love to hear them. Feel free to reach out to us. Um, CrimeTheories.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, with Crime Theories, um, also have our Patreon. So feel free to check us out and um, let us know what you guys think on this. Yes, feel yeah. free to email us any listener stories as well. Mm-hmm. If you want to send listener stories, please do use our email, crimetheoriespodcast at gmail.com. Yes, that's why it's just it's just easier to find them all. All right, guys. Well, uh, just keep fucking going.
So spooky season is here. And that means that, you know what, you guys need to get on hunt a killer. It is a great way as temperatures are theoretically going to start cooling down to spend a little more time inside. Yeah, for sure. Well, what great way to, uh, you know, start up the spooky season by finding out your own little mystery. Um, It's mystery box that comes to you monthly and hunt a killer is just a great way uh, to help pass the time and get into that spooky season. So guys um, use code theories and you guys can get 20% off um, any of your mystery boxes. I'll go ahead and link it down below. So check it out. That's hunt a killer.